This is the Tame Aperture Podcast. Open the pod bay doors, please, Hal. Hello, Hal, do you read me? Do you read me, Hal? Do you read me, Hal? Affirmative, Dave. I read you. I read you. I read you. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. Welcome to the Tame Aperture Podcast, where we talk all things movies from first-time directors, indie films, art house, and much, much more. Today is our 2021 holiday special, and we talk the 2016 film Bad Santa 2. Fueled by cheap whiskey, greed, and hatred, Willie teams up once again with his angry little sidekick, Marcus, to knock off a Chicago charity on Christmas Eve. I'm Gabe Bienendahl, filmmaker, film instructor, and movie enthusiast, and I'm joined, as always, by veteran podcaster and editor, Alan Martindale. And also, today, once again, and with pleasure, we introduce filmmaker and movie maniac, Brandon Richardson. Fellas, how the hell are you? It's it. I'm feeling like Brandon's back full time. I, I'm feeling he, he's he's been here for the last like what four or five shows. Yeah. I think he's back. Well, you had me at uh, Christina Hendricks. I'll watch anything with Christina Hendricks in it. So yeah, <laughs> definitely. That's true. I didn't even introduce who is in this movie. We got Billy Bob Thornton. Oh yeah. Christina Hendricks, Brett Kelly, who's Alan's favorite. Thurman Merman. Thurman Merman. And uh, yeah, I mean, Bates though, yeah, that's. And Kathy I was Bates. gonna, I was saving the best for the last. Oh, you're saving the best for last. In yeah, my Kathy opinion, Bates. Kathy Bates is an OG. She's like all time. Oh yeah. I don't think she can do any wrong. I even like this isn't a great movie. Spoilers. It's not a great movie, but she's coming still, straight out the gate with it. I mean, she's still just great. I mean, she's still fun. She saves oh, yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. She makes it. She makes it palatable. The cast is outstanding. I, th- I think everyone is, is great in this. Like Billy Bob still plays that drunken Santa so well. Like uh, it's just, I, I'd like to cast a lot. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the cast is great. And Kathy Bates, for me, definitely saves the day. She comes in and makes it like makes it more palatable. If you, if you were to extract her from this story or put in another actress no. to play his mom, like it's not going to resonate the same because it already has problems resonating. Alan. Let's call it what it is. We're going bad Santa too. The reason we're going bad Santa too is because last year we went bad Santa all time classic, by the way. And we, we kind of screwed that one up because I think when we were talking about doing bad Santa last year, I had mentioned that there's a cut that's really good. So you ended up watching the director's cut, which is a shit show. It's terrible. I mean, it's not the reverse of that. Uh, no, it's, okay. I, I rewatched Bad Santa. I've, I've watched yeah. it every year. I rewatched the theatrical version and it's it's just still as good. Like it, there's to me, I don't really like Christmas. Uh, I don't hate it, but I don't really I'm not I'm not big into it. Bad Santa is the best Christmas movie that has ever been made that I've seen. And there's not even a close second as far as I'm concerned. He comes like, in with hot takes. Don't, don't come at me with Elf. Elf is not good. Elf is dumb. Don't come at me with uh, Die Hard. That's a good movie, but it's not even close to Bad Santa. There's nothing that even comes close to it. Well, I've heard debates on whether Die Hard's officially a Christmas movie or not. Oh, it's a Christmas movie. I would say Die Hard is more of a Christmas movie than Bad Santa, the original is. Really? Yeah. 
Whoa, this is a strange. Just deviation. because the focus isn't Christmas in the first one. Like it's like that's kind of like the backdrop of it all and, and the, the scene and it sets the scene. But whereas to me, Die Hard has more Christmassy stuff in it. Yeah, I would still venture to say Bad Santa is a Christmas movie. I'd still venture to it say is. that Christmas is, a, is the vehicle. I mean, the real the, the, the subtext is relationships and a dude who's got problems, obviously. But they use Christmas as the vehicle. You could extract Bad Santa. You could make him the Easter Bunny true i mean right does it resonate here's the question though does it resonate the same no i mean you, you can't have bad santa without christmas that's i'm not yeah. saying it's not a christmas movie because it is i'm just saying like i like it <laughs> maybe this is just a personal preference thing i like it despite it being a christmas movie because it doesn't get overly schlocky it doesn't get overly like sentimental like i actually Towards the end of the original Bad Santa, I actually feel for those characters. Like I actually feel for the kid and for Billy Bob, and I I, I felt more for them than I have. And usually, I watch a Christmas movie and I'm like, oh, this is so hokey. I'm gonna blow my brains out. But Bad Santa to me, like it resonated. Like there's something about those characters and the writing and the direction and everything that really hit home for me. Okay, so question for you, based on this tangent that you just went off okay <laughs> this is a question so hallmark approaches alan the filmmaker and says look alan we're gonna pay you 50k okay. to direct the next hallmark channel movie uh christmas movie what's the response to that wait i'm gonna add i'm gonna add a little cherry on top okay perfect starring Lindsay lohan wonderful I'm doing it because listen, I'm doing it because it's a directing job. Like that's, that's what we want to do. Right. Um, it's, it's money, but I'm also telling them up front. I'm not the guy for this job. <laughs> I am not the guy to be doing this, but I will do it if you want me to. Okay. Sec follow-up question. Do you have a heart? Oh man. It's or are, no, or are you the Grinch? My heart, I do have a heart. It's very small, it's very cold, and it's very black. So you're like the Grinch. Uh, pretty close, pretty close. Before Sally Who. Yes, yes. Pre-Sally Who Grinch, that's you. That's me. See my Dr. Seuss rhyme? Now? Hey, I'm not going to go steal presents from kids. I'm not that bad. <laughs> Let's get something straight here. I'm just going to tell them that Christmas sucks to their face. So you're like Billy Bob Thornton in Bad Santa too, when he's at the house and the kids are sitting on, yes. on his lap and he's telling them to go yes. whatever themselves, whatever yeah. he said. I mean, he does, he's, there's no holding back there. You get, you get some, some shots of whiskey in me. I might be Billy Bob straight up. <laughs> so now we see how this film or the, this, these films resonate. With exactly. Exactly. Alan. Someone as miserable Alan, as I am. <laughs> because I, I'm, I'm probably, I'm, I'm also uh, not always the most friendly. But here's the thing: I do love Elf. I think it's funny, and I, and we could get on a tangent now and be like, that movie sucks. I think the reason I like it though is because it is so absurd and so childlike, right? Like it's just childlike, and I like that. I don't know. Okay. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for those. So, are you a sucker for most Christmas movies? Well, I brought up Hallmark before, and uh, those are not my. Yeah, that's. I don't do that for those. Yeah. And I do love Elf, and I do love like 
a Christmas story, like the, the classics that we go through. But I also love Bad Santa. See, this is the thing. Maybe I'm just I, I'm a fence sitter and I don't have any kind of real opinion about one thing. I just love everything. I'm like, yeah, I just eat it. You know well, what I mean? Well, you're you're a movie uh, aficionado. You're you're a movie evangelist. You know, that's that's but a good there thing. You, hey, that's my new title. Yeah, there you, you go. Evangelist or if I'm not going to scrap all the other titles, just use that one. Movie evangelist. I like it. Um, We've had this conversation before, too, where I always go. I just love that people make movies. Yeah, and, and it, I, like I support that. The, they made a movie, right? You know? It's, I mean, it's true. I, I just, for me, I guess I like Bad Santa, the original, because it is a Christmas movie for adults. I guess that's the thing. Yes. I can enjoy kids' movies. I watch movies with my kids all the time. I can enjoy them. There's something about Christmas movies that are so over the top. And there's just, I, I have a hard time finding anything in, in most of them that I can really take away and enjoy. Doesn't mean all of them. Like, I, I, I like Die Hard. I, Elf is not my favorite, but uh, I like a Christmas story. Like I like like Christmas vacations. Great. Cause that's more geared towards adults. Like there, there's other Christmas movies out there that I've seen that I can take stuff away. But most of the time it's just like, Oh, this is so hokey. Like this is okay. so hokey. Now a new addition to the podcast, another follow-up question with a little game of choice. Okay. Okay. This is for, for Alan, particularly only because Brandon, it has to deal strictly with Christmas movies, which he seems to not love. Okay, Alan, you're stranded on an island. You have to watch Hallmark movies, but you get the, the library. You get the whole portfolio. So there's variation. I mean, they're basically the same thing. They're probably structurally mostly the same thing. But you have variation, right? Like you can, you can watch different stuff. And, and you got to put this in context. You are literally stranded on an island for the okay. rest of your life got it okay you can watch all the hallmark portfolio library or you watch texas chainsaw massacre with your eyes open like malcolm mcdowell on clockwork orange like you're, you're you have to be strapped to a chair okay and your eyes have to be pried open and stay open and someone will come by once in a while to water them with Visine, like <laughs> once, like once a day at the end of the day. Okay, so I'm strapped in watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre, my favorite movie. Yes, uh, or the entire Hallmark catalog of Christmas movies. You got to think about the physical. This is tough because you're with Hallmark. You're not physically strapped in. You have I'm, movement. I'm going Hallmark just because there is there. They're all the same. I mean, I look, I've seen maybe one or two of those, but I get the gist. Like they, they seem to be all formulaic, like someone finds true love on Christmas type of thing. Um, uh, but at least you're going to get some different variety, a little bit of different variety. In I got what I wanted out of that, Brandon. I got what I wanted. We got the hot take. He said, I'm going Hallmark. I am. I am. The rest of my life. I don't think I can be strapped in with my eyes pried open for the rest of my life. That's a hot take. We're going to cut out on Twitter. Alan saying, I'm going Hallmark. I'm going Hallmark. <laughs> what if it's Christina Hendricks wetting your eyes, though? It's not enough. Not enough. I mean, and, and let, that's a good segue into Bad Santa, too. I tried. Good job. See, we only we, we bring Brandon back because he can segue and get us back on track. He's a professional. <laughs> consummate professional consummate professional actually i want my title if you're going to be in that uh, what do you call it what's the new movie title? evangelist i'm going to be movie choir boy 
All right. That's good. As long as Alan's not a priest, we're good. Oh, man. <laughs> and Alan's like a rabbi. He's going to be a rabbi. I'll be the rabbi. Then we'll make our own jokes. Um, uh, Brandon, tell me why you keep going back to Christina Hendricks. It seems as though there's a, there's my a top crush. Five. She's in my top five. So if I meet her, I get a free pass. Oh, my God. Wow, damn. Let's mm-hmm. let's be honest. I don't think she's going to take that pass with you. Correct, but I get one. Okay. Like, I mean, and this yeah, is already a discussion between yourself and and Lisa. It's been discussed. Oh yeah, definitely. Christina, I guess not a secret. This is an interesting conversation. All of a sudden, who else is in this top five? Or do you, or even just one or two more? All right. Well, so Christina Hendricks is one. Halle Berry. Brett Favre. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is an interest. So um, here's the thing about her in this role. So if we t- let's get into Bad Santa 2. Billy Bob's back in. Uh, he hates his life again. Yep. The movie starts out. He hates his life, Alan. Yeah. Like the only <laughs> thing is, here's the thing I hate already. Okay. Uh, now I- I'm going to, as the movie evangelist, I'm going to come out and say, love <laughs> Bad Santa. I do. We know that. If you listen to last year's podcast, we both clamored about how, how good it was. There might have been a few things I said, eh, but ultimately, overall, we'd have to go back and look at that rating. I think we rated, I know I rated it pretty well. Yeah. Here's the thing with this movie, though, right? It doesn't track. There's something missing here. And I want to discover this in our little conversation yeah. here. I'm not sure what it is. Because you bring up people like Christina Hendricks, you bring, bring up people like Kathy Bates, both phenomenal actresses, okay? And <clears throat> yet they don't really, and they're fun to watch when they're on screen and they do good performances, but they don't really add anything to the movie. There's nothing there. I don't care about his relationship with his mom. We'll get into the depths of that later. But this is a tough one for me because these, it, there's just it, there was something missing. It didn't track. I, I was I, I was thinking the exact same thing, and I, I thought a lot about it. I watched the movie twice. I mean, I liked it enough to watch it twice. Like this sure. isn't this isn't Dumb and Dumber two, right? No, this you can watch the that. movie and be you can walk away satisfied, right. not feeling like you wasted your time. Right. It, it's there are there are funny things in there. There are a couple moments that I actually laughed out loud at, but this it you can't recapture that magic. Like to me, that's what it, it was. And they weren't trying so hard, like in Dumb and Dumber 2, where it's like, let's just repeat the same jokes we did in the first one. They didn't do that a whole lot. There were a, there were a couple callbacks, but I agree. You just, you can't capture that magic. Um, to me, what was, here's what I, here's my theory. I want to hear what you guys think. Um, the first one, like I mentioned, I really connected with those characters. By the end of that film, I was feeling for them. I wanted the kid to get his stuffed elephant. I wanted Willie to be able to give him the stuffed elephant. Like there was a lot going on that I really enjoyed and there was heart in there. To me, it's, it feels like they leaned in uh, a little too far on the raunchy comedy side that, were, that was going on in the, in the 2000s. And they kind of dipped away from the darkness because the darkness is what, is what made the transformation so great at the end of that film was how dark things went. Like we didn't really see Willie drunk other than once maybe. Like in, in that first one, it, it was to the point where it was it was getting depressing how drunk he was getting and the things that he was doing when he was wasted. And 
to me, we didn't see that. Not, not, I'm not saying I want to see someone suicidally alcoholic, like leaving Las Vegas or something, but we needed to see something that gave us something to cheer for. And I think that's my theory, at least. Yeah, I think that's fair. Brandon, what do you have on that? Because I have a couple thoughts there that I want well, to dive into. Interesting in a, in a sequel situation, like when you do connect with original characters, isn't there some spillover that happens like you already are invested in that character. You already do care about them. And so I saw the first Bad Santa oh, no, years ago. I don't even remember when I last time I saw it, but I've seen two more recently. And then I watched it again for this, but I feel like there's, it, do, it does, it does miss a little bit of heart, but I mean, I got to hand it to Brett Kelly. Like he just jumped back in that roll again with both feet. And, you know, of course he's, he's my guy. We had a scene together. If you may recall, we were in an accompanied minors together, you know, and that one scene. He's your scene partner. He's my scene partner. The kid is your scene partner. Yeah. And you know, he was also awesome in the, in the trick or treat movie. So that's good. But no, um, I, I feel like it was, it was just kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I, it, it is missing something too. And it, it, it almost seemed like a, a really long sketch comedy. Good that's point. Kind of, that's, I think that's what it kind of felt like to me, like a really long SNL sketch. Okay, I can go with that. Here's what I can say to that. I, I, I think there's something there. I think you're tracking on something, which is this, yeah, this is a, this is a skit. There's a skit vibe to it. Now there's storyline and there's plot. We get that. But there's a skit vibe to it. It feels like aesthetically and tonally it could fit into a, a five yeah. to seven minute sketch it could be on a skate it could be on a stage like it, or on the stage yeah yeah just kind of a yeah it felt Here's like the bit. Bit. yeah it's yeah so that was and i think your theory is good there alan which is and, and this is a common problem and i don't want to sound like a broken record because i think we always say this which is sequels are hard but there is truth to it, right? There's truth to the fact that you lose out on originality. We already know his character. We know who, who he is, like who Billy Bob Thornton's character is, right? Like we understand his dynamics. We understand his, like Willie is familiar, right? And they tried to tie in a little bit with Kathy Bates on how Willie became who he was or who he is you know what i mean they try to tie in okay he came from upbringing his mom he was born in a penitentiary his mom is obviously some hardened criminal with no heart like and he just grew up in that life um and but it there was still just something missing there for me because and i think the other thing here's the other part to that that i would say is how many times is Willie going to walk away? I swear, like, every scene, it's him going, oh, fuck this, and then he walks away. <laughs> it's true. And it's then he true. comes back. You know what I mean? And then he's, like, two minutes later, he's like, oh, I'm out of here. And then he walks away. And right. then he comes back. Like, come it's on. Abusive relationship. <clears throat> like, how many times? Well, I mean, with everything. With his mom and with Marcus. 
Like everything's like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. And then when he doesn't do it, Marcus does it. Or, you know, like he's Marcus like, I'm out of here. You bang. Exactly. Like <laughs> and, and now that I think about it as we're talking, I mean, there there might be some validity there because when we're in group, sometimes we're like, oh, I'm out of here. And then all of a sudden you do come back. You know what I mean? Like I get it, but also it just was so many times I was like, let's be done with this. It's like a housewife. I'm over it. Yeah. I'm over exactly. it. Yeah, so, no, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. It and I'm trying to think if he did that much in the first one. I don't think he did because he was all in at that point. No, he doesn't. And you're right, because he, he can't they jump it right in to the right. to the mall and he's right. the Santa and they're there and they don't have they're just trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? But there is a darkness there of him just like what here's the thing, Alan, based on your theory. In this one, he's just like, oh, I'm out of here. Okay, I'm back. Oh, I'm out of here. I'm back. In the first one, he's in. But while he's in, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, it doesn't matter it, at all. Like he, he's, Yeah, he's, he's in the dark abyss. Right, right. Forever. And, and that's, I, I just, again, not that I want to see a character suffer, but in order to have, like, because they, they did try to do kind of the, the heartfelt thing. And when, when the kid at the end, when Thurman's talking about, well, you get to choose your own family when you don't have a family. Like that was a sweet moment. Like there's something about that kid that's so sweet and, and just tugs at your heartstrings. But um, when it's just not the same because we didn't see the depths of depravity and, and how dark things got for Willie and how he desperately needed uh, someone to pull him out of this stuff. Like we didn't get any of that in this. Like they allude to it, but they don't really like they show him drinking, but he doesn't get drunk. Like, and, and, to me, that's important to show if you're going to show him overcome that at some point. I think that's just crucial. And I like what you're saying about Thurman Merman. He does bring the heart to it. And uh, I love that he joins the choir at the end. And there is a soft spot. Like, Will, finally, Willie starts to learn. And they, so they're building the story where, like, his mom, he, he kind of wants a relationship with her, but he can't she won't give it back and they can't make it work. And so when Thurman comes, he understands that that's where he can go to find that right. relationship. That family it, it relationship. was the closest they got, I think was when they were in the laundromat and Thurman's passed out, he's sleeping and Willie tries to leave him. Like to me, that's the closest they got to really tugging at the heartstrings and he just can't leave them. You know, he just, he just can't bring himself to just ditch the kid in Chicago. Right. Right. And it's obvious that he's got some, He's not, and what's what they do right, what they do right, I think, in Willie's character is that he's not his mother, right? Because the reality is his mother would leave, right? And she wouldn't come back. And the difference between him and the mother is that he can't leave the child. Good point. And, and so that they do that right. And I think they nail that, that, that aspect of it. Yeah. Good point. Um, okay. Let's get into, uh a couple things here with uh with christina Hendricks and with ryan hansen he plays the husband um of christina Hendricks. they run a charity this is the the con the con is to basically rob the charity this charity has two million dollars apparently in the safe there's a lot of money it's a lot of money for a charity to bring. And then they're in like a palace, like a, like the most crazy security ridden, you know, office you could ever find for a charity. 
in in opulent in there's one no, of the go ahead brandon I was like, there's no way ringing bell santa's bringing too large sorry it's just you know the prem that's probably one of the other things that just the premise is just so you know just so improbable okay with your writing skills you mentioned to us before podcast you have a writing meeting after the podcast okay mr writer what do we put here's the question i've posed questions to alan and now i pose questions to brandon okay what do we put as a device instead of the charity where him and his mother can still con it out right and makes more sense with more money and the jeopardy music begins literally anything (laughs) (laughs) i mean it, it would make more sense for like a brinks truck or something i mean just trying to figure out how to you want to go full town. You're like, okay, Ben Affleck, let's get Jeremy Renner and Ben Affleck and let's put masks on. Yeah. I mean, Would that be more exciting if this movie was like hard, hard criminals like that? You guys have seen the town where it's like, it's raw, it's dirty, it's gritty. <laughs> what if they change this whole tone of the film and they're doing it that way? To me, it could use some, a little bit of that. A little bit more, not 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 fully, but I think it not fully. But here's what I think we just cracked was it's hard to do sequels and let and you got to give variation to the to the set. Willie's the safe cracker. I get it. But we could have maybe maybe we could have amped it up and punched fun at some of the more traditional heist films. Well, and that would have been great. Here's the thing. There are a couple of things. They had to get him back in the suit. And I think that's the charity was the way to do that. I don't know if it's it's probably the easiest way. I don't know. But they had to get him back in the suit. Um, Marcus does not need to be in this movie. Uh, And Brandon, I'm going to you're going to hate me for this. Christina Hendricks does not need to be in this movie. Oh, I'll have a counterfeit, but continue. No, go ahead. I want to hear it because I to me, I don't think she has she serves any purpose at all. But she could have. I think she becomes the. Well, if we get rid of Marcus, but she becomes the, another member of the team. She's already mad at her husband. She's already get rid of the security guard chick. She's the in, and she and she she turns. She's a turncoat. There you and go. She, and see, all of a sudden, this is good. Now is writing. Look at this, Mister Writer, coming in with some ideas. I like this. She could be, but she's not in in as it currently is. Here's the thing I didn't understand. At the end, she gives Willie a key card at the end. Towards the end, was she helping him break? What was that? It was just a hookup at a hotel. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. What? What's why? It has because she to- is a sex fiend. I know, I know, but like, it's I just don't understand why she didn't need to be in that scene. She didn't need to be in the movie. I mean, she was great. I mean, you know, and I like no. the whole AA thing didn't. Like you said, Brent, it, this felt like a a, a Saturday Night Live. Well, movies are, sorry, Brandon, movies are about, this involves you, by the way, movies are about escapism. So the scenes where Christina Hendricks is there for Brandon is a proxy. He's like, man, I really wish I was Willie right now. They're getting Brandon. Willie's Willie. (laughs) Yeah. So she's there to get guys like Brandon into the theater. Sell tickets. But, she's I mean, not hard on the eyes, let's be honest. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. But, I mean, she's got to – I just don't – there's no there's no purpose for that character. 
No, I agree. She, her, her purpose is there. I do. And I agree with Alan that her purpose is, is void. There's, it doesn't mean anything, but I also agree with Brandon. I, man, that would have been, I think, a and I also agree with you, Alan, with Marcus, like get Marcus out. He's not bringing anything other than he gets run over at the end. And that was funny. Well, he's um, funny. I like, I like Tony Cox. Like to me, he's, funny. no, he's hilarious, but uh, his character serves no, why is he even in this heist? Was it just to get Willie in? But the lat, like if, if, Willie's mom is using Marcus to get Willie in. That's the last person you'd want to use because Marcus tried to kill him in the last one. And also it would, because Willie in some, at the beginning at least has a soft spot for his mom. Look, he wants to be accepted by his mom in some sense right. in his deep, dark recess of whatever it is. He wants her to be there for him. So if she found a way to do that, she could do it without Marcus. Absolutely. But I mean, you just you had to have him in the, in this movie, though. We've just eliminated two characters from the film unless we go with a rewrite in the session and, and we go with Christina Hendricks as the turn turncoat into the charity. Or here's what you could do <clears throat> if you want to just get rid of Christina Hendricks altogether. You don't need to know anybody at the charity other than the female security guard and maybe maybe the head of security, because you do need someone kind of trying to pursue them. And so you he, also need a comic relief. Like he's a comic relief. He's a right. he's, he's no that. John Ritter. He's no Bernie Mac, but he 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 he's, serves a purpose. Yeah, comedically he he, he but he's not a John Ritter. That's for sure. Yeah, the John Ritter was great, man. Like I mean, they desperately needed John Ritter and Bernie Mac. Rest in peace to both of them because yeah. they, they were like that cast in that first one is just so spot on. Every single person. That would have been fantastic to see those two return. Yeah. In some weird tie-in. Yeah. You know, that would have been yeah. great. So RIP yeah, to both. It's a, um, it's a mall. It's a, it's a high-end Santa store. It's called the Gucci store. He'll know the Brinks deliveries because those, those stores all get he delivered. It. He cash. scoped it. He scoped it. He knows the timing. Christina Hendricks, maybe, maybe not. Kathy Bates, she just, you know, she does, she does the charm. I think she could actually charm like an older Brinks. Cause I've seen some of those Brinks guys and they're like, here's your money, sir. Right. You know, just kind of thing. I mean, that's a, that's a easy in gets the keys, but then what do you do with Brett Kelly? So that's Brett, Kelly, Brett yeah. Kelly, who plays the kid, he plays Thurman Merman. He's, he's good. I, to me, I wish they would have had him grow up a little bit more. Like to me, the fact that he's kind of the same person he was when he was eight years old or whatever it was, it took me out of it a little bit. I, I, I warmed to it for sure. But I think I wish they would have had him a little bit more uh, worldly, like just not as dumb. Like to me, it's just like the fact that he's still in the mental state that he was as an eight year old to me just kind of took me out of it because now he's got a man's voice and a man's body. Until he sings. But yeah. Until he sings. Right. Right. <laughs> Now, is that his voice or is that is that oh, dubbed in? There's no way it was his voice. Brandon would know. They're scene partners. He would know. They're scene partners. He was practicing it when the... Brandon can distinguish that voice from anywhere. Exactly. Exactly. But let me say one thing. All right. <clears throat> I've been shitting all over this movie. Let me say one thing they did right. I'm glad they found a way to get the kids involved with Willie. Because to me, that's where, like, in the first movie, that's where it shined. Like, his interactions with the kids as they're sitting on his lap hilarious and i'm glad because they they did recapture some of that magic in this one 
It wasn't as, as much, but they, there were some moments there. Like when that girl's asking for duct tape so she can build a boat or whatever. And he's like, what to me? Like I laughed out loud. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. There, I mean, the tie-in's good. It makes sense. I agree with you. I don't know that we're entirely, you know, shitting on it. I think there's just, it's, it's a hard um, follow-up to something that was so, and that's the other thing, you, you, you lose the originality. Right. Like, we know the character, so it's hard to follow that up. And I think they could have done some things differently to potentially change that, right? Right. Um, and uh, Brandon will be on the next uh, writing team with Mark Waters to make yes. sure that gets done. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Like it's, it's almost I've almost watched it as a standalone because it's been so long since I saw the original. And as a standalone. It actually is sort of OK. Yeah, it's not, I don't think it's bad. It's, but but it's so hard to like when you compare it to something that was really really good i remember really enjoying the first bad santa yeah but the novelty's gone in this one the novelty's gone it's out you know what i mean there's a there's a real uniqueness novelty to the first one that's not in this one so definitely good point brandon here's your assignment for this week you got to rewatch the first one i'll rewatch. watch don't don't, do not watch the director's cut it cuts out all the heart like it's basically this movie Really? It, it, yeah, it, it for, which is crazy, right? Because you would think the director's cut would be better. Usually it is. It's not. They cut out, like, they made it more of a raunchy comedy. There's no heart in it. So you go watch it. It's on Amazon. Well, it's not for free. I bought it. But uh, go watch it. It's, it's. I mean, it's so much. It's just, it's a classic. It really is. All right. I'll, I'll watch it again. And that brings me to a point, which is, look, if you're, uh, Bad Santa is a rewatchable, right? Bad Santa 2, eh, not so much. No. Once every five years. I'm going to go once every decade. Once once a decade. My biggest laugh out loud moment, honestly, was the very, very end when he starts teabagging the guy in the... (laughs) I I just didn't see that coming at all. I'd forgotten about it. (laughs) My... I watched it a couple. I rewound it and watched it again. <laughs> well, I wanted to read all the little like the hashtags and shit. Yeah, and I was like, okay. The hashtags are pretty funny. My my laugh out loud. My other laugh out laugh out loud moment was um, with Thurman. <laughs> and there's no way I'm going to be able to capture this, but when he says, "I ate so much turkey bacon that I didn't poop for two weeks for four weeks." <laughs> how it punches into his face and how happy he is when he says it to me like i laughed so hard when i first saw that 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 i believe is during one of the scenes that are probably up there for my favorite scene is that when it's him and uh kathy bates talking and yeah when he meets willie's mom yeah that whole scene to me was pretty funny it was great when he's he's recollecting and telling uh willie's mom about how willie saved him and then she keeps asking if it's his offspring. That whole scene was pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, and that's where Kathy Bates really was shining. Was just like, if this isn't alcohols, you know, this isn't fetal <laughs> alcohol syndrome. I don't know what is. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I, that uh, not all bad. That's that wasn't all bad. It, it, there were some really funny moments in that, and and you know, Billy Bob bless his heart just jumped in with both feet and just like this is what i'm doing yeah and i'm gonna enjoy it and 
and he's got a he's got a brilliant delivery on on those lines. You know, I mean, he really just owns that character. And with him ripping on that poor old Tony, and just like, it's like you need to you need some pussy. I'm gonna find a cat. <laughs> yeah, I gotta find you a cat. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the crazy thing. Originally, they wanted James Gandolfini to play that role, which would have been great, but it's just it's got to be Billy Bob. Yeah, Billy Bob's great. I mean, even if I think acting wise, he's he's up there. I think people don't. I mean, they maybe they do. Maybe they give him the props that he deserves. But I think he's a great actor. Well, even and, that, and he fits that role in particular perfect. He really does. It's it's amazing. It's that that one little shot where he just he does that when um, uh, Thurman is singing, and it's kind of that time, that slow punch punching on him, and he's not crying. But he just he just kind of he wells up a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. I mean, with with no lines, with no thing, you, you he he hates that he's feeling it, but he likes that he's feeling it. It's like both in that in that, and that's that's the kind of acting that it's it's difficult to do and pull off. Yeah, and especially when there's no you just look. It's just a look. It's just a yeah, a, a physical look. emotion that you're seeing. Yeah. So yeah, there was some art to it. Let's, uh, I don't think this movie deserves much more than an hour of review, but here's some Google reviews. And, uh, I'm going to start with some, uh, four out of five stars by killer charm, killer (laughs) charm. (laughs) Holy shite. They did it again. Two is as funny as one. And with a different director. How did they do it? That's something I didn't even realize. Yeah. Actually, the different direction director. Ca- casting Kathy Bates was a good move, but they are all magnificent. This time the Santa and Elf and Mrs. Santa are ripping off a Salvation Army like charity. Okay, you're done. Um, holy shite, they did it again. Killer Charm does not have a very killer take. I'll tell you that. No, Killer Charm needs to rewatch the film. And then if he's going to come in with hot takes, like they did it again, no. you better back that up with some real serious yeah. analysis. I just, they didn't do it again. It's again, let me, let me, let me restate. It's not a bad movie. It's not bad. It's just, it's like most sequels are much worse, especially when revisited over a decade later, but it's just not, it's just not the same. Right. Cell Rojas, Rojas, five out of five stars. I liked it. It made me laugh. Good movie. Okay, first off, you gave it five out of five. Okay, and then you come in with, I liked it. Good movie. I think they okay, if it's five out of like five, me. you loved it and it's great. Me like movie lots. Me like it. That's what they should have said. Yeah, that's a straight That's awful. That's awful. Five out of five. C-I-H. that's the name of the handle it's awesome don't trust these bad reviews i don't know what's wrong with people end of review three people found that helpful five out of five again <laughs> what <laughs> doesn't even make sense very nostalgic loved the first one and love this one too okay aretta barber you're out of here Okay, let's get into some of the, the nitty-gritty with some more. Here's a one by Caden Ridgway. This movie was not as good as the first one. This movie sucks. 
but still funny. <laughs> That's kind of what we've been saying, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, it is, it is. Just to, hear it, to hear it put. So succinctly, like that's just like that. That really sums it up. Okay, nobody yeah. listen to this podcast. Just go to Caden's review, and that's how we feel. <laughs> well, the, the funny thing is, it, that's a one star. You know, like yeah. it's still funny though. Like I yeah. hate it so much, but I love it. He also follows up by saying, "I hope if they make a third movie, it is going. It has better w- w- waiting." That doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. But here's what it makes me think about: there is no third movie. No. It would have happened by now. Don't do it again. Yeah, they're, they're it, done. It's not happening. Okay, one more, uh, one more Unless low Thurman. ranking here. <laughs> what do you got, Brandon? No, Thurman becomes Willie. Yes. There's your grown up Thurman. There, yeah. I like uh, this one. Two out, two stars out of five. <laughs> this is all it says. Less activities, otherwise, little bit okay. <laughs> even mean now once again we have to realize that some of these reviews might not be their english might not be their first language that's true i want that on a t-shirt but i like the review (laughs) that is a straight that's a tame aperture t-shirt right there less activities what was the second part (laughs) a little bit okay less activities otherwise a little bit okay i do i want that on i'm writing that down Oh my God. We should put that. I'm going to make a tame aperture, some merch that no one will buy, but that's okay. We'll wear it. Buy some. And we'll, we'll there's put that on there as a back. There's places that do order that that's, you don't have to buy a batch. It's just, oh yeah, merch. just singles. Yeah, one. Yeah. We'll do some merch. We're, that is a total t shirt. That's a t shirt. Less activities. Otherwise, a little bit okay. <laughs> and I want one with Gabe's face that says, movie movie evangelist oh yeah we gotta have that's yeah that is a great i'm i'm so excited right now that i you gave me that is a fantastic title alan i'm like i'm everything's getting scrapped about my title and all i'm saying is that that will because that is you that describes you perfectly you're right we've had this discussion many times it falls right in line with with what i with what i believe let's jump into uh uh there is one thing i want to read a review from rotten tomatoes and then we'll get into our reviews um because there was one or not rotten tomatoes sorry this is still on google reviews and i think this is a good one to kind of sum up how i felt but i thought it was a good one it says uh by elliot last name blank that's his handle okay <laughs> not a, it's not a rehash of the original bad santa it's worse than that Ooh. it tries to make up its own story but it's so lazy and thinly plotted this movie only makes you want to watch Bad Santa 1 again. Oh, that last part is true. It does make you want to watch the original again. Yeah, I thought that was pretty spot on. And he gave it one out of five. So if we move into some, some summary reviews, Brandon, what do you got? What's your summary review of Bad Santa 2 starring Billy Bob Thornton? Again, my, my perspective is a little different. Just I don't remember the first one very well. But did it make me laugh? Sure. Did it have some moments where we were kind of fun? Yeah, like a sketch comedy. And so in that vein, I thought it was fine. It was an enjoyable enjoyable movie. While I watched it again, eh, probably not. I might watch the teabag scene again because that was really funny. But other than that, no. 
really likes that end credit. Just so I just came out of nowhere. Well, it didn't come out of nowhere. No, they built it. They, they built they, it up. They, good. Set, they set up to it, but yeah, I just didn't. I mean, you thought he was going to kill him, and then, I mean, that's even that's that's a worse punishment than be than than dying, in my opinion. Yeah, really based on the setup that they, they built, it makes it on worse. my face. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely worse. Where are you at on ratings? One to ten. I'm going to give it. Six and a half used band-aid stuck. stuck oh, damn, I really screwed up that delivery. It was going to be great. But six and a half used band-aid stocking stuffers. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. You have to watch the movie to get that scene. So yeah. that's a good, that's a good uh, tease. That's good. Okay, Alan, we got... Then Brandon, you said 6.6. Six? Five. Five. Sorry. Six point five. Okay. Uh Alan, what do you got on summary and rating? I it that last review was right. It's not a rehash, which is good because and I keep going back to Dumb and Dumber too, because I don't remember the last time I've been so disappointed walking out of, of a movie theater for a movie that I just thought couldn't it couldn't be that bad. Going, I was like, it may not be great, but it can't be that bad. And it was awful. So I keep going back to that. It's not Dumb and Dumber 2. It's its its own thing. I like that they didn't spoon feed you everything from the first. Like there's even, there's a joke about uh, Mrs. Santa's other sister at the end, which was from the first one, which I really liked. So there, there I like that they just picked up with the characters where they would be right now without saying, oh, and by the way, this happened in part one. You know, I like that. So I'm, I'm glad they didn't rehash it. I'm glad they didn't spoon feed it to us. Uh, it's, it's fine. Like it's, it's a fine movie. It's funny at times. Um, it, it just, you can't recapture the magic. You just really can't. It's, it's too hard. Um, but with that said, I'm giving it, of course I am 6.9 bottles of bourbon. Classic with a band. All right. With 6. Band 5 and 6.9. Gotta go 6.9. Those are not uh, too bad. IMDB comes in with 24,000 ratings at 5.6 a little lower than i thought it would be oh why do you see rotten tomatoes and then rotten tomatoes come oh, i'm in. sure that's abysmal 34% from the audience and by comparison the original 75% yeah and here we go with the critics 23% <sighs> and the original 78% yeah so <clears throat> In my summary review, I'm going to come in and say, look, the, uh, I think you guys rated it high. Um, the rewatchability one in once in a decade. If I see it on TV, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep flipping the channel. The excitement of the originality and the novelty of what it was in the first one gone out the door. And here's how I would say it is be careful what you wish for. True. You have bad Santa. Great. We, we both agree. Great movie, fun, original. Just let it be. Just let it be. Why can we, why do we do this? Money. Just let it be. Money. You got to make that uh, money. So don't, don't, uh, don't do the sequel. With all that said, I'm just shitting all over it. <laughs> 
you can still watch it. And Alan's theory here, or not theory, Alan's analysis of the Dumb and Dumber 2 completely makes sense. You can still watch this movie, right? Um, the, the, the stuff still works. The, some of the, the jokes are still there. They're funny. Um, and you can laugh and not be completely bored out of your mind. Like it keeps you going on the roller coaster, albeit slow at times. It, it keeps you moving forward. So you're not ever just stalemate, which is good. So, so what you're saying, otherwise, a little bit okay. Otherwise, a little bit okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. So, uh, with my uh, rating, I'm actually kind of in line with IMDb. I'm just going to give it a few points higher. The reason I'm going to do that, Kathy Bates by herself deserves point. Uh, increase. Do you know what I mean? So I would come in at like certain number, but because Kathy Bates is in the movie, I'm coming in higher. So I would actually come in below IMDb. I'd come in at 5.4, but wow. hold on. But because Kathy Bates is in the movie, 6.0, 6. straight, straight 6.0. It just deserves a basic one. Cause that's what this film is. So 6.0 Santa suits. There you go. Got it. Well, you know, you know, Bad Santa is a, it's a remake. They made it like in the sixties with Roddy McDowell and Jerry Mathers. You know that, right? Are you serious? I'm just playing. <laughs> God damn it, Brandon. God damn it. I didn't, I didn't jump onto that cause I didn't believe it, but I also was like, I was going to ask you in return to that. I was going to ask you, have you seen that one? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I, it, I've got I, the platinum edition. I wasn't buying it either until you gave actor names. I was like, God, yeah, that was pretty convincing. That's like, I thought I knew everything there was to know about that movie. But now that I'm thinking about it, Roddy McDowell would make a good Bad Santa. He's got that great delivery and that great voice. And then Jerry who's Mathers. Jerry, who's Jerry Mathers playing? Well, he'd be Thurman. Was he a kid then? In the 60s? Still? Yeah. Still? Still like Leave the Beaver? I know. Wasn't that in the 50s? I don't know, man. I, the 50s. I don't know. It could work. It could work. It could work. Who else could we see? This is a fun game. Who else could we see as Bad Santa in the 60s? I say Jack uh, Lemon. Ooh, Jack Lemon would be a good one. Only because he's versatile. As an actor, he can be the funny, upbeat, kind of fun guy. And he can also be the dark and mean spirited person. Paul Newman, maybe. Ooh. Paul Newman would be good. Could be. He's Too good looking. I was going to, the, the unfortunate thing for Paul Newman is he's so damn handsome. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Like Billy Bob's not ugly. Don't get me wrong, but he's not Paul Newman. He's like the perfect amount of ugly. <laughs> he's no Paul Newman. Let's put it that way. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. So, Andrews, yeah, could come in as uh, Christina Hendricks. It's Christina Hendricks. Uh, good times. Well, this has been our, our review, our holiday special for 2021 of bad santa 2 and this is gabe allen and brandon with the tame aperture podcast go check us out at tameaperture.com and on all streaming platforms until next time everybody otherwise a little bit okay signing off the tame aperture podcast is produced by dutch angle pictures in association with studio b productions listen watch and subscribe on apple podcasts google play spotify and youtube 